We've come to um, the 11th session of Jesus, who do you say that I am? Who do we say that we are? And we just have a couple of, of sessions after this one. Uh, we're looking today at Jesus is King. And this is a, a common theme that uh, we we know, we, we talk about, we hear. Um, Jesus is, is King of Kings. Um, Jesus is Lord of Lords. We have Christ the King Sunday. Uh, we have uh, the Magi coming to seek the King of the Jews, Jesus. And so this idea of, of royalty and the Messiah being an heir from David's royal line and, and Jesus being um, a king, uh, the king, um, is, is known throughout Scripture. And so... But today, uh, since we're looking at John's gospel, we're going to specifically be looking at Jesus as king through Pilate's eyes um, as he's handed over and, and looking at chapter 18, beginning at verse 33 after Jesus is um, handed over to Pilate and looking a little bit at the interaction and also what what kingship meant in that day. Because kings now... Um, Right, the the monarchy in most most countries like England and um, Norway and other places like that where there's kings, uh, they don't really have power. They have maybe some public pressure, but they don't have power the way that they did in in Jesus' day. In the way that you think of kings ruling um, autocratically, right? With just you know, they can they can lift up whoever they want to lift up. They can cast out whoever they want to cast out. I remember um, in the book of Esther how Esther couldn't even, you know, dare really to go to to see the king, even though she was the wife of the king, because who knows what would happen? He has the power to do whatever he wants. Um, and it's, it's in this sort of fear-based um, power, all power-based reality that the, the kings are seen. Um, kings are are the right, and so even in in there's really two ways to become a king, right? There's either you get it passed down, you get the crown passed down to you um, from from one generation to the next, and you become king simply because your father was king, and your grandfather is king, and that's how you become king. And then there's um, Revolution, violence, that's the other way. You conquer someone, um, and therefore you become a king. You take over. Um, instead, and this is even just a couple hundred years before Jesus, Judas Maccabeus became sort of king um, and, and had a royal ascendancy by, by a military victory over the Syrians to win freedom for Jews. And Herod conquered um, a foreign enemy, and and because uh, Rome was grateful for his great military might, uh, they made him king of the Jews. You know, king of that region, even though he had really no no right to that throne in any way. It was just a just a gift from the Roman Empire. And so this is this is the way that that Pilate knows kings, and so he comes into Jesus. And says, are you the king of the Jews? 
And now, this is laughable, right? I mean, Pilate knows this is not the king of the Jews. Here's this this poor um, this poor guy, right? He has a few followers. They've all run away. Um, they haven't stayed to fight with him. Um, and and so, but Pilate's just going through the motions at this point. Like, okay, this is what I've heard. Um, and Jesus says, as Jesus often does, Pilate's just the next person to find out that usually when you ask Jesus a question, you get a question back. Um, so when, if you, are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus says, um, did somebody else tell you about me? You know, did somebody put this idea in your brain? Did this idea come from you or did somebody else tell you this? And he's, you know, he sort of like wipes it away. Like, eh, I don't know. You're the, I don't understand your religious stuff, really. You, it's just sort of all out there for me. So why don't you just, why don't you just tell me? And, uh, and Jesus says, my kingdom is not from this world. Right. My kingdom is not from this world. You're right. Um, that I'm a king. My kingdom's not from this world. So you are a king. Um, but, and so this is, this is the, the push back that takes place right here. That um, Jesus indeed is a king, but he's not a king in this, of, from this world. And it's important to know, to, to sort of, to sort of, um, really distinguish between Jesus says, my kingdom is not of this world. Some translations have, my kingdom is not of this world. And that sort of makes it seem like, ah, it's, it's not of this world. It's in, it's out there. It's spiritually, you know, it's in some other spiritual place. Jesus doesn't say my, my kingdom is not for this world. He says my kingdom is not from this world. Um, because, we know that Jesus has come, especially in John's gospel, we've talked about it, Jesus has come for the world. Um, he's come to, to make children that, that they may believe. He's come, as he says, I didn't come to condemn the world, but to save the world. Um, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. But it's, but it's how that that coronation is going to take place. It's how that glorification um, is going to take place. And we see that it takes place um, not through military might, um, but through the cross. It comes through violence, but not violence done by Jesus, but violence done to him. And as he gives himself up. But it's, but it's again, very important that Jesus is, is claiming his kingdom comes not from this world. Not, it's not of this world. Because this, I think, is it's really important. And, and it, can't be, it can't be reiterated enough because um, this is part of the problem that um, we have in, in the church, especially the Western evangelical church, where this world doesn't really matter 
so much because we're going off to this heavenly place that that um, that Jesus is, is going to take us away from here. So we don't really care about this world. This world is is sinful. This world is is gross. This world is not of God. But but we're here for a time. But luckily, Jesus is going to carry us away to heaven, to his kingdom elsewhere. Instead of, Jesus is king of this world. He is the rightful king of this world. His father is the creator of this world. Creation came through Jesus, Jesus who's been here. The word made flesh, who's come to embody um, us in order to reign as king. Um, is establishing his reign here. And he establishes his reign through bringing forth his spirit, right? Following his death, following his resurrection, comes the spirit of God who comes to dwell with us. This is why there's no more temple. This is why the hour has come where true worshipers can worship the Father in spirit and truth. It doesn't matter if they're here or there. Um, Everywhere they are, they can they can experience the presence of God's power, God's spirits, God's reign in their lives. Jesus is King, right? Jesus is King, and He says, "My kingdom is not from this world." So, so Pilate says, "So you are a king." And just like, okay, yeah, right, I am, I am, but but not in the way that you think. Um, but an even greater way that has that has more powerful ramifications for us, really. That Jesus um, is claiming sort of lordship over over everything, and so um, where does that leave us, right, as as followers of Jesus? Well, a couple things, right. I think I think first and foremost is is just recognizing that that aspect of what this means that that Jesus who is God who's come to deliver this world who gives himself up that his enthronement is really the cross what does that mean for us as followers it means it means all bets are off um, as far as what we think about when we think about kingship um, and, and, and justice, um, it's it's reverted hopefully back to what what God intended um, of of kings bringing forth justice and righteousness and and living to rule um, not to rule over but to rule the subjects that they might be benefited right for their benefit to lead to guide to direct to provide that this is the way that that this kingship is it's being a, a provider type king First and foremost, with the spirit of, of God, right? The, the living water, 
that dwells, um, that flows from him, that, that we can have the ability to become children and not just children, but the ability then, as Jesus says, is to share this, this role of kingship with us, that we too can reign as kings and reigning as kings, as we heard um, before, means to love one another as he has loved us, right? Um, you can love one another, if you love one another as, as I have loved you, um, then you can come and, and reign with me, pretty much. This is what Jesus is saying. Um, and it's the invitation for us, for us to be present in that. Now, of course, this just gets always distorted, though, right? Um, because we revert back to, to king being someone just ruling over us. Um, and if we have an opportunity to reign, then we get to rule over them. Um, and, and instead of it being something that we do in collaboration, um, it's something that, that we continue to um, use that power for our benefit rather than um, the power for God's glory that we manifest in our lives, God's glory and God's grace and God's love to the world, as Jesus did. Um, so this is where we are, is Jesus is king. Jesus is king, um, not king in the way that Pilate thought, Not certainly not king in the way that um, Caesar would have imagined. Jesus, in some ways, was absolutely no threat to his throne, and on the other hand, was complete and total threat to his throne. Because what Jesus is, is inviting is a radical renewal of the world. All right, The world, in, it, in all of its power, is, is the problem, right? Sin and, and, and wealth and greed and uh, injustice and oppression and bondage. These are the things that Jesus has come to set us free from and to establish his kingdom from heaven upon earth. This is what we, we say, right? Obviously, um, lead us not. You know, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, right? Boom. We're calling forth God's kingdom to hear, um, to come and to reign, to be present and to deliver and to set us free. And so this is the invitation um, that we have to follow. Jesus is king. Um, and, and it's a joy because obviously Jesus as the king one um, sets the perfect direction and and is a, a servant leader who's gone to the cross for one, but has has filled us with the Spirit for two, and, and then invites us to to come alongside and to reign and to be kings of this world as well, uh, bringing forth other kings and queens and princes and princesses into this world as well, um, that they might reign with him also. So I look forward to um, talking on Sunday morning about this with all of you. And uh, until then, have a blessed week.